Welcome to the OA Light a Candle Meeting Podcast. Visit our website at www.oalaig.org where you will find three separate speaker feeds with over 400 speaker files, forms for ordering CDs for these speakers, and a place to donate to keep this special service active. I would now like to introduce our speaker for tonight, Sandra. Hi, I'm Sandra. I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, everybody. Um, I am a grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater. Imperfect in every way, and um, just grateful to be here. And uh, I want to thank Martha for asking me to speak, just in the nick of time. Um, uh, I... I really did not want to come and speak tonight, and uh, I just really, um, because I I feel like my abstinence, my life, my recovery, it's, all, it's not nice and neat and tidy and, you know, with a pretty bow on top. So, um, and, um, but I show up when I'm asked, and, um, and something, I'm supposed to be here tonight. You know, Martha did ask me a uh, you know, several months back, I don't know, six, nine months ago, and um, I did say no because I didn't have a sponsor. At that time, I was in between sponsors, and um, I may talk about that. That may come up later, but, um, and I just felt like, you know, know, it's important to practice what you preach here, and um, I really, really believe in sponsorship, and, you know, whether that was the right thing to, to say no or not at that point, you know, but I, you know, having a sponsor is so has been so so critical to my um my journey here in OA cuz my head is insane when it comes to food and um I need a sponsor that can see my disease when I can't cuz it's really sneaky and the longer I'm here the sneakier it gets and um so I um you know I I'm really grateful to be here because um I did not get here and stay here. I, um, you know, I got here, I came 10 years ago, um, and uh, I'm just celebrated seven years um, last week. So, um, and, uh, you know, so I spent three years, you know, pretty painful years, you know, in and out and really, really getting down my first step. Um, I just had a lot of research to do, I guess. And uh, so what really qualifies me to be here is um, I'll just um, – I would like to stop early because um, – so, uh, <clears throat> um, so anyways, what, well, you know, what quali- qualifies me to be here is, you know, this relationship I've had with food my whole life. And, uh, you know, it has really um, just taken that – has taken the edge off of off of life for me, and life has always felt really prickly, and um, uh, you know, and I don't react well to life. I don't react well to change. I don't react well to people not doing it my way, um, and and my life is really unmanageable behind that. <clears throat> and um, you know, food add food to that as a solution. And it really is a temporary, it works really, really well for a short period of time. Um, 
uh, and I am an immediate gratification girl, you know, and anything that is going to, you know, fill that God-sized hole that I feel like I was born with, um, you know, because I was looking for something to fill that um, really early on. Um, and, you know, I have a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old today, and, you know, I look at their life and uh, you know, it's not the life I had, you know, and it's, you know, it touches me deeply because, you know, um, you know, like my 13-year-old, his life is like, he's, you know, get, he's just hitting his stride and his life is opening up and, you know, and he's, he's being raised in, a, you know, a sober, recovered home. My husband's in recovery, I'm in recovery, and, um, you know, we do it really imperfect but we're, you know, it is not the homes that we grew up in. And, um, you know, my experience when I was 13 was, you know, anything I could do to just shut down my every feeling, every, you know, and I'm watching my kid, and he's just, he's trying new things, he's making new friends, he's, you know, went to middle school and just was like, no problem. I mean, I'm watching him going, are you kidding me? Like, whose kid is this? You know? And, and um, so, just so much gratitude. Um, and, you know, so, what really, really, like, the, the bottom for me was um, when my kids were babies. And, um, you know, I'd done a lifetime of eating and compulsive eating and uncontrolled eating and, you know, the, you know, tomorrow I'm going to do better, you know, and, you know, trying to pull myself up by my bootstraps and uh, and just the shame and humiliation over and over and just the, the self-hatred because I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I didn't know why I couldn't just, you know, get it together. I'm smart, you know, I come from, you know, a good family, you know, and, um, you know, so I have, we have these, these babies, and, um, I can't stop eating, I really can't stop eating, and, um, because what happened is when I became a mother, like, this whole new level of fear entered my life, like, like, I was completely responsible for this other thing, you know, at any time, Anybody needs anything from me. You know, don't ever need anything from me because I'll fail you. And I don't want the responsibility. I don't want, you know, just the list of, like, why I walk around life like this, you know. Um, and uh, I don't want any responsibility, all of that stuff. I just, you know. Um, and so, I, you know, I have these babies and all this fear and this, the the hole in my gut, this God-sized hole is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I'm trying to fill it, just shove food in, you know, just fill it with food. And, uh, you know, they'd, they'd be napping and I'd be eating, and then I'd hear them wake up, and I'd be, like, so resentful that they were awake. You know, they were, like, interfering with my eating. You know, it's like, okay, this is not <laughs> the vision of motherhood that I had, you know. I, you know, I went to parenting classes, I read books, I was like, I'm going to learn how to, I'm going to learn how to be a better parent than, than, you know, I saw growing up. And, um, um, you know, again, like my will, I'm going to figure it out, you know, and, uh, but I had this disease that just, 
you know, wasn't cooperating. And um, <laughs> so, you know, and I, you know, I'd put them in the back of the car because I needed to go to 7-Eleven. And, you know, I'd leave them in the car while I'd go into 7-Eleven. And I'd hide my food over here because I didn't want to share with them, you know. And I'd like, and I would, like, make, I made their baby food, organic baby food. I mean, I was, like, fanatic about, like, the food that they ate. And um, it was insane. I mean, you get the picture. Like, it was not, like, normal thinking. It was not normal behavior. It was really powerlessness. And um, and that, just that feeling that my kids were in the way of my food and of my drug and... Um, and I, you know, I knew, I knew about OA, and I knew, um, you know, that I needed to go. And I probably for about three years just was like, I am not going to go. I'm not going to that that program. <laughs> I don't want to do it, and because uh, I didn't want to give up my food, and um, you know, just to, you know. The disconnect from my life, like my bottom really was, like I had everything that I thought was going to make me happy. We had the house, the kids, the cars, the, you know, uh, the husband, and, the, you know, life was really good. There wasn't anything on the outside that uh, that I thought would make it any better. It's like, okay, I had the, you know, I had all the checks on the list, you know, and um, and. My life was just, like, draining out my sleeve. I just, I couldn't connect to any of it. I couldn't feel any of it. I wasn't grateful for any of it. I didn't appreciate any of it. Um, and none of it made me happy. Um, and that's, that's the, you know, when I go for the short-term gain, that's the long-term pain. You know, that's the long-term pain of compulsive overeating. Right there. Like, I can't feel my life. I can't. And I heard someone say in a meeting one time, and it was so, it so hit me to the core that, um, you know, her, it, it was a, a step eight and nine meeting, and she talked about making amends to God. And that was just, she talked about, like, all the gifts that God had given her her whole life that she just, like, discarded. And um, that was so me, like, so me. Like, I, you know, when I look back, I, um, you know, that is really how I live my life, um, entitled, um, like, really, um, you know, if it wasn't my way, you know, uh, you know, I was just such a brat, you know, <laughs> and um, so I, I really, um, that really went in deep, like, I feel like I have been in a process of making amends to God, and by really just um, recognizing the gifts, you know, just appreciating them. And um, I don't have to do anything alone today. I really, really don't. Um, and that is a huge gift. That's a huge gift. And um, I've learned in program to ask for help because um, if I don't want to do anything alone, I have to ask people to help me. And, um, you know, so, you know, I've asked for a lot of help. And, um, uh, so I'm going to back up a second and just say that I eventually obviously came to my first meeting of OA and, uh, and I, you know, it was right down the street from where I lived. It was early on Saturday morning. 
I thought I could just get to the meeting, get home before, you know, the, you know, I wouldn't, like, disrupt my family because, you know, God forbid, I would want to disrupt my family by recovery, you know, like, I, you know, I'd be wreaking havoc in everyone's life, you know, and um, so, but I go, and this is my God, I go to this meeting, and it's this, it's this huge meeting of, like, I don't know, 80 people, 100 people, the mornings and um, uh, lots of recovery, just like honest sharing. And I thought I really did. I thought I was going to go to like a little meeting and this little pathetic, you know, meeting where, you know, I was, you know, relegated to just spend my days, you know. And um, I, I just, I, I really got to see, you know, the the fire for OA and the these people, their lives being changed and that light on. And, and what happened for me is that the obsession was removed. And that had never, ever occurred to me that that would be what would happen when I came here. Because I just, like, lived with it for so long. It was just, I'd never been without it. You know, if I wasn't eating, I was thinking about it. I was planning. I was, you know, uh, remorseful or whatever, you know. Um, but that... That it, the absence of that, had, I'd never, it never even occurred to me that that was possible, and um, and that happened for me. And um, when I first came to OA, and uh, ten years ago, and then what happened to me is that I didn't, I took that for granted, like I do every other gift that God had ever given me, and um, and I didn't nurture it, I didn't take care of it, I didn't, I didn't grab hold of this program. Um, I got a food plan. I I uh, got this, you know, I started with this food plan, I and I started losing weight, and um, got down to a, um, a healthy body weight pretty quickly, kind of felt like, you know, what is the big deal? Like, what, <laughs> you know, I just, I thought these people just must not be willing, I don't know, you know, like, it was so, and then, and then, um, I didn't work the steps, I didn't enlarge my spiritual life, um, you know, I worked with a sponsor on my food. And um, it's probably no surprise to any of you that I didn't stay abstinent. Um, and actually, that how I lost my abstinence, the first time I don't really even know, which is the other thing that food does. I completely, like, there are vacations. My husband will go, remember when we went to this bar or whatever? And I'm like, no. Like, I really, like, that's, it is a drug, drug, drug for me. Um, like, I don't remember timelines. I don't remember specifics of anything. Like, I kind of remember generalization, you know, but that's just, it's, it's so, like, uh, you know, a drug for me. And um, so I spent three years kind of going in and out and um, trying different, on different abstinence, you know, and um, did, I, you know, would, you know, one time, I, you know, my, before this abstinence, my abstinence was no sugar, no white flour. Um, and I don't remember if it was three meals, two snacks, to tell you the truth. I think that it was. You know, I think it was. And, um, but that the no sh- I can find a lot of stuff in Whole Foods that has no sugar and no white flour that are fantastic binge foods, you know, really. And... Um, so I got into this whole world of like lookalikes. Again, I'm still not working the steps. You know, I'm I'm shifting around sponsors, and um, 
trying to find the magic bullet. And um, but I don't really have time to do the steps. I don't have time to do you know to be of service to sponsor. You know I don't have time to give that. And uh, um, which you know I, you know I had two small kids. I I didn't have a lot of time, but I wasn't. But you know today I don't have a lot of time. But it doesn't. I'm even more busy today, but I do a lot of program today because it just has to be that way. Um, uh, so, anyway, so I just want to just say, you know, talk about one of my relapses that was very, very clear to me. It was Thanksgiving, and I was um, this is when I was eating, um, you know, pumpkin pie from, you know, that was technically abstinent um, from Whole Foods. And, you know, went to my parents' house, and there was pumpkin pie, and, like, there was no, the line was so blurred for me, it just, I just stepped over it, you know, I just, and, uh, uh, you know, so that, you know, today I don't do lookalikes, and it just makes it really clear for me, and um, I haven't done that for seven years, and um, and it just makes it easier, and you know, it's it's interesting food. I'm not going to talk a lot about food, but um, there's this shift that happened for me somewhere from, like, not eating things, like feeling deprived because I couldn't, to feeling, like, liberated because I didn't have to. And, like, that freedom of, like, just one choice at a time, one meal at a time, and, um, you know... The freedom of that is um, huge, and and I will. So what I really want to talk about is this abstinence. Um, I found a sponsor. Um, she was very into the steps, and we started working. You know, she um, had me in the big book, the twelve and twelve, the OA twelve and twelve, the AA twelve and twelve. You know, uh, AA comes of age. Like we just used all the literature um, to really like look under every stone of my disease. And um, and this this is where I really had a step two experience that was really deep and profound. When, um, you know, it had that experience of, like, there is a power greater than me that is in my corner that notices me, that I can rely on, that um, will... Um, be there for me like that I don't think I ever really got that in, until this program um, and this time around um, at a really deep level and um, you know and then you know once I had step two like step three was a no brainer you know of course like if you know you, you know have my you know you can have my life because it's a big mess and uh, um, and so this journey started and you know, I got up in the morning, you know, early, like 5 o'clock, you know, like my before my kids. Then that was a big surrender. When she asked me to do that, I was like, oh, my God, you know. And But, you know, I get up and, um, you know, I read, I write, call her. Um, the, the women that I sponsored will call me and, um, you know, pray, meditate, uh, letter to God, all of that stuff. And, um, and so... You know, for about six years, I had that journey with her. And what what really started to happen was um, life got really messy. Um, a lot of 
stuff started, ha- you know, just, I mean, life's always going on. There's always, like, stuff happening. Um, this just seemed to, like, it just kept coming and coming and coming. And, and, um, uh, and I start, you know, I, I'm going to try and be as clear as I can and concise. Because um, uh, what really started to happen was that my food started to become my higher power. My structure around my food, you know, I would weigh and measure like that. It's like my, you know, God was in that action. And it is true, I think, that there, you know, God is in that the, in, you know, you hear that God's in the, the measuring cup. Um, however, what happened for me is that it really got over and just over focused and, um, uh, this fear came came again, and this you know this god sized hole and and um i my i had this over reliance on my sponsor and um and this structure and um that that abstinence you know the abstinence that I had with her um really was was my higher power and um and what started to happen is when that fear really got so big um like I, that it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough, and I started, you know, lying to her about my food, and I started picking, you know, doing food behavior that, you know, um, doesn't serve me, doesn't serve my brain, doesn't serve my perception. You know, like food for me, there's foods that I eat that set up the craving in me, and I'm really clear about what those are. And there's foods that set up the crazy in my head. I may not want it eat a lot of it but if I eat some of it like I'm up at three in the morning and the sky is falling and like the anxiety like you know when I got here and my food got clean I I'd lived my whole life with this enormous amount of anxiety and um and just and depression and uh when I my food got clean that stuff lifted and I was like that was food like I could not <laughs> believe like how you know and um, so, um, so what started happening was I, you know, this this mentality ever so subtly, because this is my disease, um, you know, started um, going for the short term gain because I couldn't handle the the discomfort and the pain. And um. I don't like process. I don't like um, uh, just not knowing. And I, I just feel like, um, you know, this program, the miracle of it is that I um, I have really learned how to be in the present moment. Like just, you know, driven to my knees. Like I, you know, but my disease once is constantly there. Like it saw this weakness and it just like leapt on me that's just like how it felt you know and you know so um my sponsor let me go and because I wasn't really being honest with her like if she's my higher power like no there's no human power that can can you know I can have the most and she's fantastic I just I called her the other day to um thank her for helping me because it's my birthday and um and we had a wonderful conversation. I mean, I just, I love her. I love her so much. And, um, and you know, she's always going to be in my corner. She's always going to be in my life. Um, but, um, 
she just felt like I couldn't, she wasn't helping because I couldn't eat her. And she was right. She was right. And, um, and uh, so I had this period of time where, you know, I didn't have a sponsor. And I was looking around trying to find a sponsor. And, um, you know, I just prayed, you know, just, okay, God, like, I, I can't go figure it all out. You know, I just, I have, this is where I have to just let God, like, provide me with what I need, because I never know what I need, I'm always wrong, always, you know, and, um, and I'm always surprised every time, you know, and uh, so I have this sponsor today that is very, very different, and she's, she doesn't really care about the food too much, and I'm like, what, like, ah, like, you know, it's scary, like, it's really up to me, like, I, and, um, it's very, very different, and uh, but what she is, you know, ever so slowly doing for me is um, just guiding me back to my own God, you know, because I, you know, it just it has to be between me and God, and she's she's not going to stand between me and God, and um, I don't know why I'm so emotional, but um, so uh. So I feel like, I know why I'm, I feel like I'm in this process, and it's scary, because, um, like I said, I I want the nice, neat, tidy package that's a little bit predictable, and um, that I can count on, I want to count on this outside thing, you know, that's what I want to rely on, something outside, like, you know, because um, it feels so scary sometimes to just um, be alone with God, like, and to just know that it's just between me and God, and it's, and one choice at a time, one day at a time, one, you know, challenge at a time, and, uh, and that's how I get through life, and, you know, today my food is clean, and, um, and I, I'm sponsored, I sponsor um, women, and I gotta tell you, sponsoring is has, has probably just absolutely saved my life. Like it's the reason I'm still standing here because um, I can't this can't just be for me. Um, it's for my you know it's for my family. It's for my kids. It's for my husband, um, and it's for you know the the compulsive overeater coming in behind me. And you know I I'm still really. Um, you know, I have this this idea, this old idea, and this judgment that my food has to look a certain way to um, to have. I don't even know how to say it. To have my seat here in a certain way, and um, and I this process has been like so just like humbling in a way. And you know, at the beginning it was kind of humili- you know, humiliating, and now I just feel like humble, like. I just am just one, my way is just one way of many, and, um, you know, if you're new, like, there's, you know, there's a lot of different types of abstinence here, there's a lot of different journeys to get to, you know, uh, I mean, ultimately, I think we're all headed in one place, and, you know, if we don't, like I said earlier, you know, enlarge and grow our spiritual life, you know, we're just, we're not going to make it, you know, and, you know, like it or not, and, but what I love about this program is that, 
Um, and also the thing I hate about it is that yeah. it's really, mo- you know, we each get to have our own conception and our own journey. Like, I'd much rather have you tell me what exactly what I need to do and exactly who my God needs to be and, you know, um, you know, me having to, like, just be in the process. You know, that's where all the growing happens. And, and I feel like that's where I've been most of service and most useful to others is in like the messiness of it all, <laughs> you know, just being human. And um, I never wanted to be human. That's part of what, you know, I really, I got here and I thought, oh, I looked at those those 12 steps and I thought, oh, thank God, like I could just work these steps and then I'll be perfect. You know, like surely if you do all that work, you're not, you know, you're going to get rid of all your character defects and, you know, I'm going to have this great relationship with God and, um, and yes, that that has um, happened, but not in any way the way I thought it was going to happen. And uh, you know, I saw plenty of character defects, and they're nothing like they used to be. Um, and you know, they sneak up. They um, I get to write about them. I get to work with you know steps on them. I get to share them with my sponsor and um, take some action. And um, you know, I really just, like, want to be a quick study and get it all, you know, tidied up and move on. And um, so, which is exactly what would have happened. I would have moved on had I gotten too well too quick. And um, thank you. Um, so I'm just, you know, I'm going to stop there, I think, and just, you know, I'm obviously really grateful for being here, um, for um, this fellowship that has just, like, absolutely carried me um, and that I have a place where I really know what my primary purpose is. I can get so distracted by all the shiny things out there, you know, and, you know, career and, you know, stuff, you know, and um, but I have a primary purpose, and I always, if I get feel too untethered, I just get back to, like, who can I be of service to where God do you want me to be of service it's like really 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 simple um and what am I supposed to do today like right now what's the next indicated action and then do that and uh however that turns out um it's God's will and you know so I'm just grateful thank you Martha for asking me to share and uh grateful to be here thanks something to read or just take questions okay okay the question is how do I work the steps in my relationship in my program in my relationship with my husband um well I have lots of opportunities <laughs> and uh so you know I, I just wrote a little mini inventory last week you know and um you know I can really when I the other thing that happens for me when I get uncomfortable um, uh, is I can really focus on him and what he's not doing, and I always have, I always have suggestions on how he could be doing things differently. <laughs> the difference today is that it doesn't come out of my mouth. Sometimes it does, I mean, but really not often. And um, because the truth is, I have to really, really accept that he's different than me. He has a different program than me. Uh, he has a different journey than me, and I do not want to be the one standing between he and God. Like, he's got to have his relationship with God and work out his stuff with God. And 
didn't have anything to do with me. Um, so uh, I, um, you know, we have been through a lot these last few years, a lot. Everything has changed, it seems like. And, uh, and so I've had to do a lot of writing. I've had a lot of resentment come up. And, um, and I just have gotten down to that basic thing. Like, you know, um, you know, a, a sponsor, you know, it tells me, you know, um, this is his deep spiritual journey. Just stay out of the way. And, uh, so, you know, I, I want it to be faster. I <laughs> think, okay, you've had enough time. Let's get there, you know. Um, but I, what do I know? Like, I really have so much on my plate, so to speak. Like, I really just have to focus there. I got so much stuff, so many character defects at any given time going on. And I just have to, you know, keep the eye on the ball. And um, the steps really helped me do that. And, you know, I just did, you know, in that little mini inventory I took the other day, last week, you know, it was, you know, step one. You know, I'm powerless over my husband. And my life is unmanageable when I'm focusing on him, you know. And just have to go down through the steps. And that can apply to anything, you know, my kids, you know, and their struggles and what's going on with them. And, you know, I can work those steps, insert anything in there. And it just, it really, I get to see, like, I am powerless. Um, The only thing I really have any power over is, you know, how am I taking care of my program and my spiritual life and and get back focused there. So the question was um, to talk a little bit more about how my anxiety and depression were linked to my food. And, um, um, yes, it was quantity. It was behavior. It was specific foods. um, um, But, yeah, uh, definitely specific foods would um, trigger that anxiety. And I just, you know, I... My food got clean. Um, it's like my, I, it's like I had on a whole new lens of life. Like my perception of things really shifted, and um, um, and then once I started working the steps, that reliance, you know, on a power greater than me, like really helped it. You know, when when I, you know, just the combo, like the the peace and the quiet that came. Um, from putting down the food was, um, you know, really incredible. And, you know, like I said, like my food, you know, when I was in this period of time between sponsors recently, you know, I picked up some of my yellow light foods. And um, that, it was right back again, right there, just like that. And um, and I knew it. But I was still, like, I'm a compulsive overeater. I'm, I, I don't have the power either. All the self-knowledge in the world isn't going to help me eat better. Like, I have to have a, a, a spiritual experience. I have to have a surrender. So that, you know, it, it. I never know how long I'm going to be stuck in it before I can have that surrender. Because it's not really up to me so much. It's like that surrender is a gift from God. And like I said earlier, like, I have to, once I get it, I have to hang on to it. And I have to just dive in and really nurture it because um, I can really talk myself out of it um, intellectualize myself out of it and take you know really if I take it for granted it's going to be gone okay the question is how I how do I bring God into food besides weighing and measuring um, well you know 
That's really, you know, my relationship with God, as you could probably tell, has really been on this roller coaster ride. Like today, um, meditation is really, well, really, you know, I've meditated throughout, you know, I've really put a focus on meditation in these last seven years um, because praying is, is important for me, but meditation seems to be even more critical. And when I'm not meditating, I'm, I um I'm pretty disconnected and um and that what meditation gives me that is just that um connection with my true self um my true purpose um just there's just that quiet place inside that's just um you know pure it's not um you know it's not where my disease lives so I need to connect to that as often as possible. And sometimes, you know, in the middle of my day, I'll stop and just take four deep breaths. Um, and, you know, praying before I eat is always a good idea. However, like, I'm telling you, when I get close to food, when it's like, start, I go, I'll even like half hour before I eat, I'll have, you know, this happened to me the other day. I said to my sponsor, um, I'm going to pray before I eat. I wanted to make that commitment. And I didn't. And I, and it was after my mom. I was like, I would, how did that happen? Like, it was like this blank spot. Like, you know, so I would like to say I do that because I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I think it would be helpful. But I, I think on, it's like, you know, feeding time. I get crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, why can I never remember to do that? So, I don't know, post-its in my kitchen or something. But, um, but I just think, um, you know, being honest with my food, no matter what, I just got to get back. You have to be honest, you know, because that period of time, you know, of not being honest with my last sponsor was really, it, it was really painful. Um, so, you know, my sponsor today, I'm honest with what I eat. I have amped, you know, picked up my meditation. Okay. Okay. Thank you.